potential broken collarbone today at the basketball court. That's what sort of hanging me, hung me up a little bit to uh, arrive promptly to the recording. Jesus, what'd you do? Not, not on. No, not me. Okay. Oh, uh, someone. Yeah. Got, gotcha. Yeah. Some uh, some guy I was playing with some guy I've I don't know I met tonight for the very first time. Yeah, and he's like, I'm just getting back after after 25 years. Just had a kid last week, so definitely no, it, can't it, have any injuries. It was like a generally not a, not athletic looking guy. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh my god, he was like, uh, he, he so he just broke his collarbone like three months ago. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's recovered, and he's been you know trying to like you know go to physio, add strength, you know whatever, do do the whole kit and caboodle that you probably have to do. And then we probably are playing three on three for two and a half minutes before I didn't really see what happened, but I think he kind of tried to drive, slipped, fell, but like hit the ground hard. It was outdoor, so you know, out there on pavement. Yeah. And uh, he just immediately said, "I, I broke my collarbone." Yeah, immediately he was like, "It's broken." He Fuck. Drew, drew, dropped a few n bombs, few f words with six letters. And then said, Jesus it's Christ. all your fault. What kind, of, what kind of people do you think that like I I see casually in my spare time? Just the people that I've seen you hang around with. <laughs> right. So Just if that's your typical group of friends. Yeah, if that's any indication, yeah. So um yeah, so that's what held me up a little bit. Have you have to yeah, you got you gotta stand around, kinda like Oh, are you okay? I know it's the worst. <laughs> Shannon rolled her ankle bad on the when we were on a hike today. Rolled an and, ankle. That's nothing. Oh, then I was like, it seemed like I was like, fucking fine, right? Yeah. Not thinking twice about it. I'm like, yeah, it sh should be good. Like I was a little concerned. I'm like, this could be bad. But then she's like, I'll get up. And then we started walking. We get home. Her ankle's a balloon. Really? It's like a softball. Yeah. She didn't even realize it. We just started watching the Jays game. And then she looked at it. She's like, holy fuck. You're like, well, that's not good. See, I feel like I roll my ankle all the fucking time. Yeah, but I think there's, you know, you there's it's severity like, to it's it, like it's, right? a, it's a bad sprain. Yeah, it's level one versus level five. Right. Jeez. I don't know. Like, hopefully hers is fine tomorrow, but we'll see. So what do you do? You ice? You got to ice it. No, it's peace and love now, baby. Rice is out. You, you know, know what peace and love is? No. It's the new thing instead of um rice they say rice is no longer good now you're supposed to go by the peace and love principles which is a really bad acronym p protect unload and restrict oh, movement from one to three days e elevate elevate the injured limb higher than the heart a avoid anti-inflammatories avoid ice um use of ice is mostly anesthetic and uh and Analgestic? Don't yeah, even whatever. try to say science words, Cam. Yeah, it helps with the myofibers, honestly. Uh, the neutral macrophages infiltration really does some uh, significant damage when you're using ice. Then you compress it. And then uh, here's the silly ones. Educate. Educate what's going on in your body. Love. After three to four days, load it. Start loading it immediately. Don't rest it forever. Have optimism. The O, which just means... Stop having catastrophization of the injury, and you will get okay. Get okay. Stop having fear, depression, yada yada. Vascularization, just getting uh, blood within it, and then exercise. Kim, that went on so, for so long. I don't even know what you're. I I completely forget what love. you're talking about. Peace and love. Such a simple principle. 
mostly it's don't ice it, don't use anti-inflammatories. Just rest it and then just get moving again. Yeah, see, the, you you lost me on somewhere around the, the A or the C, maybe? Yeah, that's okay. You'll just never get better. Woof. Well, I mean, it wasn't my injury. It's I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I left. Not I'm yet. unscathed. Not yet. What do you mean, not yet? You're Is gonna, that a you're threat? Gonna call, you're going to be calling me and be like, oh, my God, Cam, I rolled my ankle so bad because someone, they were going to go for a shot, and then they, uh, then I went for the ball, and, oh, boy, he went the other way, and I rolled my ankle. You got your ankles broken playing ball. You get the get absolutely the not. I have a yeah. low. I have a low center of gravity. I play on my heels. I'll never. It'll never happen to me. You'll never get your ankles rolled. No. I doubt it. Got to play. You haven't played with me. I'm playing on. Played with me, well, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm playing on the back of my feet. Oh play, fuck! What am like I thinking? A, I'm playing like a You're, with a like damn, a good defender. I've been I've been searching all along for a goddamn partner, and I don't know why your name didn't fucking come to mind. I don't all know. right. Because you have about six friends that probably rank higher than me on any given list. No, it's because you're a goddamn. You live in Africa, so it's <laughs> difficult to get your ass here. Ever since you got, um, what do you call it, um, excommunicated from the country. Um, okay, so listen to this. I have the craziest event where there is a, a decathlon. <laughs> you, you touched on sports. this last time. It's a sports decathlon with things yeah, like frisbee. My partner's and football dropped out. And- my partner dropped out, and I need a partner. When is it? I'm pulling it up right now. It's like in two weeks. It's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's tomorrow, dude. No, it's um the 23rd, so not this Saturday, next Saturday. I'd have to check the calendar on that. What am I thinking? I've been, I've been, I've been, cl- I've been, I was going to ask Connor. <laughs> that would have been like last pick. <laughs> well, that's great. Nice to know I'm second last at least. No, you would have been like second pick. I don't know why your name didn't come to mind. You know what makes me a great uh, teammate in sports? Make your pitch. This is your meeting. Hey, uh, Cameron, very nice to meet you. We are considering adding you to the roster. These are our generic interviews we like to do with our people. Please tell us why you'd be a good teammate. I'm a great teammate because um, I, I, I I, 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 I don't play selfish anything. You said I 15 times in that statement. What about we? Well, there is an I in we. W-I-I. Nintendo Wii. That's correct. I'm, so what makes me great is that I am a team player through and through. I don't ball hog. You know, let, let's, say, let's say we're playing basketball or something, right? I'm not. And I was playing with this guy. We're playing twos. And you're playing twos and it's tough, you know, because you're two, there's, you really have to find open space because everybody's going to be on everybody. You can't be set. You're not setting off ball screens because there's only a ball to set. I was playing with this guy and he was just hogging the ball the entire time waiting for me to, and I'm scrambling to get open because, you know, out of the 12 times you're open, he sees you once. Right, because he's got his head down because he's playing that selfish ball. I don't play selfish ball. I play defense right. first. Whatever the sport is, it's defense first. That's Tell what, me about your spike ball experience. Oh, terrible at spike ball. I don't. I've only played it like two or three times. I don't think I understand the mechanics of how the game, how like the you know the uh, maybe I've played on inferior spike ball nets where the bounce isn't the same. I just I I can never quite get the. Uh, the timing of it. 
walk me through your tennis experience. Oh, I'm a great I'm a great tennis player. I have been told that I always know how to get into my shot. I I will always I'm always feet squared up to the net on uh, whether it's forehand or backhand. I can always get to my shot. Understood. Mm-hmm. Uh, softball is not something I'm concerned about, but should I be? Soft. How, how do you do two and two softball? Like one oh, guy just be, chucks into the outfield. No, no, no. <laughs> because there'll be team events as well as uh, oh, okay. dual events. But I want to make sure that if I'm bringing, you know, I, I am the starting third baseman for the Kitchener Dirty Sox. So it's I would like to bring someone else who's also capable of playing the infield position. Yes. Oh, infield. See, I don't think I'm long enough for infield. Just just being a short guy. I think you need somebody longer who can make that play. Like, yes, I can do that athletic movement to dive for the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm restricted to the length of my arm. I, I I think I would be better in the outfield. Right, right. And obviously, uh, making a move like this is 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 a serious thing. How do you feel about moving and uprooting to Kitchener for the season of one day? Yeah, I think we'd have to check. Uh, we have to check. You know, I have to check with my family. I have to check with God, and if this is the path He wants to put me on. Great. And, and final question. Dodgeball is an event. Um, how do you feel about headshots in, in general? I mean, I'm down with headshots, but I'm pretty sure that it's not allowed. Right. Yeah. Right. Which I like to hear. I like to hear that you're down to kill, but... No, you're not going to... No one's ever died. In, if, everyone, if anyone's ever died in a dodgeball game, it's because there was a shooting outside of a dodgeball game. <laughs> You don't think anyone's ever died in dodgeball games? I uh, and like cardi like physically related, like somebody like like somebody got hit with and the head with the ball and the ball and like your head slammed back and hit the the court and then your your brain hemorrhage. Like that's like I'm saying like that type of shit. Like yeah, I'm sure someone's had a cardiac arrest on a um on a dodgeball court. And of course, you know, a few weeks ago we talked about the hundreds of million dollars that pick- the pickleball industry is costing the American taxpayers. It's disgusting. It's um, you know, so yeah. Speaking of sports, I know you didn't watch the baseball game today, but it was one of the most insane series of four pitches in a row. So this guy was absolutely dealing, like just playing amazing. Uh, Kansas City versus Toronto. Toronto's down two nothing, and we're like, fuck, we need to win every game to get into the playoffs here. He walks two guys with like kind of good at bats, like me full counts, yada yada. Um, next pitch, he slips. Falls over and it's a wild pitch. Both runners advance. And everyone's like, that was weird. Like, and we're like, okay, he's not injured. That, that's good. His next pitch, the exact same thing. He doesn't slip though. He just throws it completely wild in the exact same spot, like four feet over the catcher's head. And then the runners advance again. And then next pitch again, he throws another wild pitch and hits the exact same backstop. So three wild pitches in a row scored runs and then the game is tied and then he walked the next batter and they were just like get the fuck out of here this is clearly a mental thing <laughs> this is clearly a mental thing yeah you're like you're a fine pitcher you have the yips i've never seen anything like it wow after four pitches that was it pulled after four i mean like these weren't close man like they were like hitting the fans so man was pulled after four pitches no, he was like he had 104 pitches. Into oh, the game. okay. Sorry, I thought yeah. I thought it was he thought he just had four that would. No, fuck. he was playing so well. It was oh, just like I don't okay. know how we're gonna hit this guy, and then he just like cannot. He, he can't even hit the catcher. He's just <laughs> sending air mails. Jesus Christ, Cam! It was wild. Yeah, sounds like a good one. Uh, 
It was a fun one. Yeah. Would recommend watching <laughs> baseball right now for sure. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, Sportsnet now. Sportsnet now. I'll give you access. Reach out to us, 2 cspot at gmail.com. <laughs> you want access for, for free? You want, you want free access to Sportsnet now? Um, <laughs> Password sharing at gmail. <laughs> call, call us at 2seasonspot at gmail.com, and we will give you all of that information, Cam, and it's time to kick it. Continuing tonight on 2 Season a Pod. 96.7 on your Two season a pod, 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 two the last month, I think, for for the two of us, uh, I mean, I, I I at least know, I, at least I can assume from the from the planning that we attempted as a Cameron Osborne, Cam Leclaire, it was you were you've been busy as hell. It, that's my life, though. It's but, a, it's when you get busy, that's where things get complicated. It's right, like, I'm right, always because busy. it's like, oh yeah, Cam's allowed to that's a defined, do whatever well, he wants and go wherever right. he wants to go, but as soon as, as I the, have you know. something. Uh, no, well, it was it was equally it, it yeah, was it, equally so, you know. I, I was you know I was throwing out dates and times for us to get together that fit around my busy schedule. It's just like our busy schedules didn't fit uh, an, an opening at all. Yeah, well, we're gonna be another week after this because I'm going to the UK on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, why are you going to the UK? You know, buy some crypto. I, this guy got a good deal down there, so I'm gonna try and source it. In the street. No, I'm going with Dan and Jeremy. We're doing a 10 day trip down there, hanging out with the fellas, going to explore London, go to the Cotswolds, do a walking tour. Just a guy's trip, you know? Cool. Yeah, really excited for it. Okay. So that actually leads me into have you been to the UK? Uh, I went to Ireland when I was a kid, but that was like probably 20 years ago. Okay. So we don't, don't have the traditional English experience, and I'll have to bring that to you. But, Cam, I do want to throw this here away and this is an early throw-in segment i'm gonna be eating some poo and definitely some pub grub so i got a little march madness for you of the best pub grub in the uk great fantastic love to hear it okay let's play a little game so pub grub in the uk does have some cultures to it uh, some of the things i've seen on the list include lasagna some of them include indian food because it's all just immigrated there and they've gotten very good at preparing it even though it wasn't created there Although we're not going to focus on most of those. It's most of the things you can find at a pub. Cam, we're going to start this off with a tough one. Fish and chips, which is best served with cod, fried, mushy peas, salt, plenty of malt vinegar or lemon juice, plus a dollop of tartar sauce. Ketchup is optional. Mm -hmm. Versus bangers and mash, which is traditionally sausage with mashed potatoes on the bottom and gravy over top. <laughs> One thing I love um, about the fish and chips there, and, and I'm glad that you highlighted on it, the malt vinegar. Uh, my father, if ever, if ever, if there's a situation where he goes out for, you know, like like fries, you know, restaurant fries, yeah. and I don't, I don't think he's going out too often for them, so maybe this is why he does it. 
it's all, always ha- the vinegar has to be there. The waitress has to bring it over from the little booth every time. This is what dads do because it's never on the fucking table, and I've never really understood it. And besides my father, I have never seen anybody else put vinegar on food. Oh, um, on. Sh- Anj loves vinegar on food. So besides your father, <laughs> but yeah. see, I mean, I mean, I've never seen your dad. If I saw your dad putting vinegar on something, I would be like, "Hey, guess what? You you should hang out with my dad." Yeah, they get along. Yeah, they would. They'd fish, talk about the Canadians. Yeah. Um. And, however, I think the the hardiness of the bangers and mash, um, I think is really what would give it to me here. I've ha- I've had good fish and chips. Don't or I've definitely. Or rather, I've had fish and chips that I've preferred over others, so I can say in those in that case, like it was good, it was better yeah. than others that I've had. But I just think the, uh, you know, in the in the rainy, cool UK climate, I think the the bangers and mash is really good. It's going to stick to your ribs, as they say. <laughs> I like that. Stick to the ribs. I haven't heard that one. No, my dad would always say no. that about uh, oatmeal. Like eat oatmeal. I I would eat oatmeal before every like morning hockey game. And it was always like it sticks to your ribs. I'm like, okay. You're like that. I don't understand biology, but I'm sure that makes sense. Yeah. And, and, then, and, <laughs> and then he wondered why I failed grade nine and 10 science class. <laughs> yeah. Because you're yelling at the teacher. You're like, there's no way the food only goes in the stomach, it hits the ribs. <laughs> and she's like, get out of my class. You're yeah. like, you're a phony. <laughs> All right. Next up on the list. A traditional shepherd's pie. Not to confuse with a traditional pie, shepherd's pie and cottage pie are completely different and don't include any pastry. They are actually mincemeat based and topped with mashed potatoes, typically with peas and carrots as well. And you can add other stuff in there as well. Versus a traditional English breakfast. Now, this is quite a long list, so I'm going to bang it out here, which includes a proper sausage, bacon, black pudding, fried eggs, fried toast, Hash brown tomatoes, baked beans, and ketchup on the side. Wow. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a big meal. I picture the portions of every single one of those things being so small. It almost sounds like uh, um, the hobbits recounting the, the meals in the day that they have in the Fellowship of the Ring, directed by the great Peter Jackson. Yes. However, for me, I do have to say the shepherd's pie is actually probably one of my favorite meals. I would actually have to think because and I do this across all food that I eat. Let's say so this evening I had Brussels sprouts, some chicken thighs and some rice. What's the first thing I do? I cut them all up and mix them all together. That's how I yeah, eat yeah. all my food. I mix it. I'm a, I fucking throw it all and see, you know, just mix throw in the Nutribullet. <laughs> Put in the Nutribullet with some water and ice. I drink all my chicken now, Cam. You can't see how yoked I fucking am right now, bud. I'm wearing this XXXL t-shirt with my headphones over top of the hood. And it's, it's ripping. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the shepherd's pie is really all the things that I love in food. It's fucking, it's, 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 it's yeah, ground meat. It's potatoes. It's mashed, fucking thrown together. Maybe with some hot sauce on top. It's really going to set that meal apart. Okay, wow. easy decision then? Yep. That's an easy one. Okay, next up. These are two you probably haven't heard of before. Um, one is called Toad in a Hole, and the other one is a Plowman's Lunch. Have you heard of either of these? Neither. Never neither. So a Toad in the Hole is a sausage that is cooked in a Yorkshire pudding. Do you know what a Yorkshire pudding is? Yes, very familiar with yeah. those. 
with gravy over top of it. Wow, that sounds so delicious. that's a toad in a hole. Something I've never heard of, but sounds I'm very delicious. curious about. Sounds very delicious. Versus a plowman's lunch, which is a traditional cold English meal based around bread, cheese, and an apple. Typically, it's eaten around lunchtime and accompanied with pork pies, scotch eggs. Do you know what scotch eggs are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pickles and chutney. Uh, cold meats and salads are commonly also added. So it's, it's plowman's lunch. It's kind of like a cold lunch with all those type of things. God, yeah, the plowman's lunch. I, I um, uh, cheese and apples are definitely a flavor that I've seen. I've seen on a cheese spread before. There's apple slices there. I've never understood, but yeah, I think the flavors do work together. However, um, you know, my stepdad knows how to make Yorkshire. There's a way that you have to make Yorkshire puddings. Like it's not your average fucking pastry. Oh no, it's hard. There's a way to do it. So and flaky. He's shown me how to. I mean, when I was a kid, like I've seen the process, and and it was a thing that he would make a lot actually. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely have a flavor for it, and I think the tone, the whole sounds f- sounds the most interesting of like a of, of a flavor that you know bread eggs cheese like or you know sorry bread cheese and uh, apples i picture that's more of a snack almost it's almost like a the, a plowman's lunch is a euphemism for a snack like oh i'm just going to have a little plowman's lunch before uh before supper well i think you include everything else with it so it's it's all those types it's just the cold english breakfast oh okay okay yeah, yeah I, so I, that's where your ink scotch eggs with it pickles chutney yeah, yeah right i do love a good chutney though oh my yeah. lord do i love a good chutney yeah if you want to get if spicy. you want to get me something for my birthday not you cam specifically just like the world listening to cpodgmail.com yeah like a we'll nice send out the address oh, later oh yeah a chutney with some strong and i mean strong blue cheese Ooh. And crackers were all good. I had blue cheese one time. It was exorbitantly expensive. It was fifty dollars for the fucking wheel. It was it was bought at a store that only sells cheese, so they clearly nice. know what they're doing. Oh well, they know how to rinse you. That's for sure. It was the only time that I ever ate cheese and had like an experience of holy fuck, this is the best. This is the best. Like, I've never even done that with a steak. You know, you have a nice steak. I've never said, like, oh, this is the best steak I've ever had. I don't think I've ever said that, like, so emotionally in the moment. I had this blue cheese. I started to sweat. Oh, man. What a feeling. We had uh, some... We bought some cheese in Vienna because we went to the grocery store. We just wanted to have, like, meat and cheese and bread, yada, yada, just as, like, uh, food in the fridge. And we thought we were buying, like, expensive cheese. It smelt the apartment up to the point where we had to take the garbage outside. Nice. I love yeah. a stinky cheese. Oh, th- no, I think it was like rotten stinky. No, no. See, that's the best part. When it's rotting, <laughs> that's when you know it's the cheesiest it can be. Like this blue cheese actually, like it kind of tasted like mold, but like it's good mold. I don't know. Bant- <laughs> Banton and Best were on to something. <laughs> Remember them? All right. So are you going toad in the hole? Or we're, sorry, we're going toad in the hole. All right, toad and hole. And last up, now this one's actually a national dish of Britain, although you wouldn't expect it. It's chicken tiki masala hmm. versus, I would say, the most traditional lunch in all of the UK and camp. Can you guess what that is? You already said fish and chips and bangers and mash. I think I thought I thought those were the two. Um, it's got it's got to be like fucking tea and toast or something. <laughs> That's right. It's a liquid lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's just boozing away your your hunger until you right. feel good again enough to get back on the work site. 
See, so I'm camp, not, chick, chicken tikka masala or a liquid lunch. I'm not surprised about the tikka masala because you, um, England and Europe, Europe and England in particular, right, has, has such a rich history of all many cultures moving to them after because you know they colonized the cultures and then the cultures would move to England because that's where they were able to emigrate there and um, uh, do things like that. Like there was a science fiction BBC show from the like the two thousand the nineties that my stepdad loves and I've seen every episode. It's called Red Dwarf, and the lead character ate curry all the fucking time. They eat curry all the fucking time. Yeah, Why? That was definitely one I because saw. Because they list. colonized India, and then all the Indians moved to England and then brought their foods. Right. So, uh, that being said, I don't like the taste. So liquid liquid lunch it is, baby. Okay. Well, we know who's gonna win already. So. <laughs> Okay, so next up we got uh, the Bangers and Mash yeah. versus the Shepherd's Pie. Damn, this is like the hardest. This is when a first and a second, or you know, the top two favored yeah, teams force, meet up early. Yeah, something object. Yeah, yeah. Meets um, yeah, meets a fat guy. Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, fuck. This one's hard because because really they're they're very similar dishes. It's just how they're presented. Um, it's, it's kind of pork sausage and potatoes and peas instead of ground or diced up meat, uh, potatoes. Really not uh, it's really just a, based on presentation. But and I can think, I, can I make my guess? Huh? Can I make my guess? Cause I know you're going to mash them up anyway. You're going to go with the shepherd's pie. Exactly. Away. Right. It's going to, it's still going to yeah. cut down the, uh, the, t <laughs> the time for me to show into my gullet. So you're going shepherd's pie. Yeah. Good stuff. And next up, we got the toad in the hole, which is a reminder: sausage cooked in a Yorkshire pudding with gravy. And man, I really want to try that out versus the liquid lunch. And I guarantee I'll be trying that one out. Um, yeah. If I had to choose, because I guess it's the option if somebody's presenting more to drink or food. Like, do I? <laughs> you know, like who's gonna win in that one? This were liquid lunch. You know, I think it maybe it got a first round buy just because <laughs> it was the best option. Like it was the option I would have said, no, thank you. I do not want some Giga Masala. Um, my old roommate went on like three dates with an Indian girl, so he bought all the spices, and I swear those spices were in our apartment for two apartments. They went really? out because we had two and a half. We had like a fucking kilogram bag of gram marsala. What oh the fuck? You can't. I'm not. Dude, you. Dude, I buy like 30 grams of that at a time. Well, you're telling me. It was probably. I, well, I, I don't. I don't fucking know. Anyways, I think the tone the hole is going to take it. Uh, the Yorkshire pudding. You have to admire the the craft of the, uh, creating the pastry itself. So the last question now is: Do you want an old favorite or risk it for something that? Could be absolutely delicious. What's that? Shepherd's pie oh, yeah, shepherd's versus pie. toad in the hole. See, uh, I'm glad it came down to two authentic um, British dishes. Also, you know, in that kind of way, um, you know, the the way that you have a cheesesteak in Philadelphia, or you have poutine in Quebec. Poutine in Quebec, exactly. Or you have Burger King in Alabama. You know, there's places in the world where you go, and both these things, like the toe in the hole, I think would be fun. You know, but it's not, it's not going to fill you up as much as that as as the shepherd's pie. God, I just I, I and I haven't and I and I'm saying this, and I have not had this dish for years, probably for something that I care about so much. I haven't had this dish in years. The shepherd's pie, I think it's the dish that you got to get, Cam. 
Wet on a on a on a on a rainy, cold fall afternoon. It probably goes well with a pint of whatever. That's the one. Jeffers pie. Okay. Now I'm gonna go through mine here because I think we actually differed quite a bit on my, the selections. I would have gone fish and chips over bangers and mash. I would have gone traditional English breakfast over shepherd's pie. Toad in a hole, we have the same version there. And then liquid lunch, I'd probably stick with that because I don't think chicken tiki masala is that good. And then I'd probably go fish and chips over... Ooh, that would be a tough one. Fish and chips versus traditional English brekkie. I'd probably <laughs> go fish and chips. And then toad in the hole. Yeah, toad in a hole versus fish and chips. I think fish and chips because it says more. Yeah. That would have been my, my You're eventually going to go with quantity. Yeah, I just feel like I, the pictures I saw of the toad in the hole were pretty small. Hey, you'll have to find out uh, what booze they drink there. Gin. That's the one to go? Yeah, that's like the big one for sure. Huh. I've always wondered that. Yeah, I picture them as more uh, beer drinkers, maybe whiskey oh, yeah, yeah, shot for sure. people. But like, what's like the one of the most popular uh, liquor is there? Gin, you say? I believe it's gin. Yeah, that's why you see London Dry. Oh, okay. Yeah, beef eater. Good point. Beef eater. Oh, man. That's like the worst name of a drink I find. Like, I think of beef eater, it just makes me want to vomit. I don't think of gin and think of want to vomit, but the thought of beef eater and alcohol. Those, yeah, but I think it's because names. it's the guy. It's the beef eater. What does that mean, though? Yeah, isn't that, aren't those the people who, the the red guys in, with the big furry hats who can't move? Uh, Are they called beef eaters? I thought they were called beef eaters. Yeah, that's why, that's the logo on the fucking bottle. I thought it was for. I, I learned why they're called Bobbies. I think that's like more of a colloquial, like popo type thing. Like, well, yeah, I guess they're or different. Cops, but, you know, it's they're not well, cops; they're police officers. Well, cops were because of the, the badges just made them a copper. Hmm. And then Bobbies were because the first ever uh, unit of policing was Robert Mix something, and then they were like, "Oh, the fucking Bobbies are here," because it was established by Robert. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Little fun fact for you there. Wow, I've been, I've been I've been reading some stuff. Yeah, you went to the library and got like a hundred things you need to know about England before you go there. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and now you're only on like thing twenty. Yeah, it's correct. been a hard read for you apparently. It's like a Dr. Seuss book. Right, you find that challenging. It's quite yeah. How many books have you read this year, Cam? Uh, read. I'm I'm going to read. I'd say. Th- Three, almost four. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Considering you love, you know, where I mean, it's, you know, we're coming up on re- resolution time, right? Yeah. At the end of the year where you tell me, hey, Cameron, did you achieve any of your resolutions? And then I, we I, we bicker back and forth about how I, I either don't have them yeah, or forget, or forget yeah. <laughs> what I would have said. Uh, and yeah, we're coming up. We're coming up in there. So it's great to see. Maybe we can, I don't think I put I don't think I put a number of books on there this year. No, maybe we can round out to five, though. Maybe think we can get up to five. Yeah, no, I think we can. I think I'm going to return this one because it's like 700 pages. And it was like a brief history of London, which is not brief. Um, yeah, I'm not going to count that as a book, but I've read a few so far. And I got some that I want to read for the end of the year for sure. That's great. Mostly things about people almost dying and they come back to life, but they learn a lot about themselves. Right. You want to watch the novelization of the film Flatliners. Correct. Yeah. You thought You thought about flatlining one time, right? I don't know what that means. It means you die and then somebody brings you right back. You ever oh. seen Flatliners? No. Am I crazy? That's the movie, right? Folks, check me back at home. Flatliners movie. Yeah, it's a bunch of kids who, like, 
kill them, like not kill them, like drug them, like uh, well, you know when you needle, like dr what's the word I'm looking for? Put yourself in. Yeah, coma? like exactly, like yeah, you know, like the drugs they use to like slow down your heart rate. Okay. Do that until you die, and then like ten seconds later, jolt you back, and then the people are like, "Oh my god, I die. oh, it's the most exhilarating thing ever." Yeah. yeah. Should we try that? Yeah, you should. Cool. My wife will be really happy. Let's do it next weekend. I'll come down to Waterloo and we'll flat we'll flatliners each other. It's two weekends, not the next weekend. Weekend after that. Right. Okay. So I'll come to your house next weekend. Good. Start start fresh. Start right there. I'll prep. Yeah. And then the day you come back, I'm ready to die. You're ready to die. I think we should come up with like a punk song beforehand though. If I'm about to die. Be like, I just got back from London. It's never been the same without you. And now I'm going to go flatline with my friends. But I'll never be the same without you. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, you covered good, all the yeah. bases. You covered you yeah. uh, a, a, a off in the distance. You mentioned yeah. your friends. Uh, it would have been nice if you talked about doing it in your hometown. I'll never get out of this town. Yep, perfect. We covered that. But I don't even know what's outside of it. What else we got? Oh, that's good. That 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 could be quoted on Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> what else? And then there's got to be how your friends. Something something about your friends. I don't know if they're good or bad. How about your friends are there for you, or no? How yeah. you're there? You're you're there for your friends. Um. Uh, how about you, how you order pizza to the park? Yeah. Me, Chris, and Alex will always get pizza in the park. Yeah, it's something like that. Maybe, uh, is there like a local reference that you can make? Like, right. uh, like late nights Natalie at Melrose oh, yeah. Diner. <laughs> like, oh, you know, something one. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, what else can we cover in this? Um, Parents will never understand what it's like to be a man in the 21st century. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, make it very present. <laughs> uh, make it very, very much so it's happening in the year 2023. Like, really lodge into a moment of time. TikTok tells me I should kill myself. Exactly. And I yeah. say, what the fuck is X? I'm used to Twitter and Instagram. And what the fuck is real? Yeah, very much grounded in the present yeah. reality. Pull like a reverse. It's reverse country music. Yeah. <laughs> country music lives in, I don't know when it fucking lives in, but it's not now. And it's not even like 20 years ago. I don't quite know. Like they, nothing happens. <laughs> you ever hear the joke about if you play a, a cow or a, um, a, um, country song in reverse? What, ha what happens? <laughs> my dog came back. My wife came back and my truck got fixed. <laughs> <laughs> It's a silly one. It's a silly. It's a silly one. But you were still at that Jason Aldean's uh, concert, screaming about how you don't do this in a small town. You were still there. I don't do this in a small town, but I've never seen what's it's like outside of it. Yeah, that's that lyric is freight freightfully. If you turn that to a pop punk lyric, it also almost sounds yeah. like it could work. Yeah. Like, don't come here with that attitude in my town. 
in my town or yeah. I'll sock you in the face yeah, yeah, with so my I'm... little small arms because we never have been to a gym. <laughs> Pretty fucking good, man. My gym is good. the skate park. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, like Cam. <laughs> That's the title of the, the that, podcast for sure. <laughs> My GM is the skate park. Uh, okay, Cam. I uh, <laughs> let's move on. I I I I played a fun March Madness, and I've been sitting on one for you. So let's just make this a whole podcast. Another another March Madness here for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, let me take out my sweater. Give me one sec. Yes. Sweater is off. Dude, that song's gonna be stuck in my head all night. I don't now. Have to stop for that. Um, but Cam, we are uh, looking over here. Uh, we're gonna do a March Madness. We're doing a March Madness this week on the most unbreakable sports records. Ooh wee. Okay. My computer's being whack. What's happening here? Oh, okay. So first off, we have. Um, uh, first off here, March Madness. We know how to play the game. We have Jerry Rice's receiving yards record in the NFL, 22,895 receiving yards. Approximately 5,000 yards more than the second in command, second placer. Uh, or Wilt Chamberlain's 50.1 points per game in an 82-game NBA season. Yeah, these are both insane because they're both longevity. Um, longevity is going to be what? important One, in a lot of these. Yeah, and the thing about I think the thing with Jerry Rice is that if no one's even close to that number, and you have that like that such a lead on them, and no one's even close to it now, it's going to be hard to break in the future because you have to be that consistent with it. Fifty-one points in a season is insane uh, on average. But the game could change significantly, and it is only one season. So I'm going to say that one's scratched. I'm going to say Jerry Rice's record. Jerry Rice. You know what? You know what Never met the man. You know what team he played for? I know you're a big fan. Dallas Cowboys. Nope. Jets. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got 29 more. Go. <laughs> Texans. Weren't, the weren't even around when he played. Okay, Cam, the next one we have here <laughs> are uh, Michael Phelps's Dolphins. 23 Olympic gold medals. Yeah. Second place is nine. Uh, or the Yukon Huskies women's basketball team of 111 games winning streak. Um. The Michael Phelps one, I think, is more unbreakable. I don't think it's completely unbreakable. I think there'll be another freak swimmer or runner who can break it. Swimming is such an odd thing where if you just have such a dominant player, you can just win so many. Mm -hmm. The UConn women's thing, I think that can very much happen in sports because like, that is an insane record, but there is still, especially in the women's sports, huge discrepancies within talent levels, especially within teams. So if you're in the wrong division for long enough, you will have a crazy record like that. So I will say Michael Phelps is less beatable, but not entirely unbeatable. Wow. And you're a misogynist, Cam. Next <laughs> coming up here is uh, Cy Young's pitching 749 complete games or Wayne Gretzky's 1,963 career assists. 
now this is where it gets crazy because I know both these sports better. They have changed so much. No one's going to beat that Cy Young record because, like, they had a guy pitching a complete game shutout or a no-hitter today for the Yankees or for whoever the Yankees are playing, and they pulled him because they're, like, load management. That's how the MLB is now. It's bullshit. No one plays complete games anymore. They get to, like, 78 pitches, and they're making phone calls. Just a bunch of pussies. Now... I, no one thought the Wayne Gretzky goal record would ever be beaten, but it looks like Ovechkin will probably beat it if he keeps up his pace for the next few years. So, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me <laughs> twice, uh, you can't get fooled again. Uh, so you're going Gretzky? Uh, yeah. No, 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 baseball is more unbeatable. Oh, Cy Young, more unbeatable. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up here on the list... Sorry, I'm 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 looking at multiple devices because I forgot to send myself a document. Uh, the Boston Celtics winning eight straight NBA titles Oof. from 1960 to 1968, or the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak of 21 and 0. Well, this one's easy for me. Wrestling, you just make a choice. <laughs> Like, the management just makes a choice. I think the next closest is probably, like, four, maybe? Maybe five? Yeah, I guess with, it is insane number, but it's not like a... It's not a choice that he made, really. You know what I mean? It's the choice that someone's making. I'm, hey, I, I, it's, it's is, on the list. It's, just, it's on the list. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Versus... Uh, eight champ... Is it eight in a row? Eight in a row. Yeah. What's next? Like three? Um. Yeah. No. There's a. F- yeah, it'd be three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Pretty insane. Eight. Like. I guess now that they're kind of getting rid of the salary cap error and stuff, that definitely helps. Um. God damn. I'm gonna say eight's more unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. They now it gets now it gets hard. Now it's gonna get hard. So next up, uh, so we have Jerry Rice's uh, twenty-two thousand eight hundred ninety-five receiving yards, surpassing Larry Fitzgerald's seventeen thousand four hundred ninety-two yards. Uh, so Larry Fitzgerald, we just saw it. Like he just retired like two seasons ago, and he got pretty damn close. Yeah. Um, against Michael Phelps's twenty-three Olympic gold medals. Um, here's my argument against the football one, and I th- I've already made my case against why I don't think the NFL or the um, swimming one is as it's a very very impressive. I'm never gonna make a gold medal. All life. of don't these things are yeah. impressive. <laughs> Every single no one's making that argument. Now the thing with the NFL is I think what could happen with changing rules is you could get more games in a season because viewership will go up. Mm-hmm. And I think longevity could go up because people are so focused on player safety. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm just making cases against both. I'm going to say the NFL record is more unbeatable wow. as of today, though. <sighs> Jerry Rice, you know what team he played for? <laughs> uh, he played for the, the Mets. <laughs> nope. I'll, I'll try again. <laughs> Oh, you want me to try again? Try again. Uh, he would play for the Patriots. Nope. Can you give me a rough area of the world? 
Other than America? Uh, West Coast. I thought for sure he was on Dallas. Not West Coast. It wasn't the Seahawks because they weren't around then. He did. He played a year on the Seahawks, I believe. Oh, there's the there's the answer. That's what I that's what I meant. The real answer I was looking for was points. the San Francisco 49ers. Of course, the next one here in this March Madness uh, bracket here is Cy Young's uh, complete games record, taking on the eight consecutive championships by the Boston Celtics. I just know, like, they're both so impossible to beat. I don't think. I think the game will continue to get pussified within baseball where guys do not throw complete games. Wait, is wait, is the record for Cy Young wins or complete games? Complete games. Yeah. Oh, Cy Young, right, now the Cy Young Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I'm going to say that one's just gone. That Gone with the wind. Like, no one's ever going to touch that again. It's just a record that is in the history books. Get rid of it. No one's ever going to touch it. Eight in a row... So unlikely, but maybe, you know, it, it seems like the game could still happen that way. The dice could fall that way still. And there's a hundred arguments why you said it couldn't, but I just don't think the other one's even close to possible. So I guess that is uh, Jerry Rice taking on Cy Young, and it sounds like uh, you answered it right there. Yeah, because I don't know shit about football. But I do think, yeah, with the, with the I've already made my argument for why I think it could happen within the NFL. I don't think it can happen in MLB. I don't think you could change rules enough unless you made it like a six-inning game. Yeah, that sucks. I wish I didn't pick him because as soon as you heard that name, as soon as, soon as you heard that particular record, I had a few others uh, I wish that I wish I maybe picked before, but I don't know. Yeah, good game, though. Very good game. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Because as soon as you heard that one, you were like... What was your pick for the most unbeatable, if you had to pick on that list? I didn't think about, like, player management type of shit. Uh, So I actually had Michael Phelps winning. Yeah. Because I I, I didn't think about the baseball player management thing. I did kind of, because I I didn't use Kyle Ripken's record, because I'm like, that's not even close anymore. Um, but I guess I didn't consider, yeah, pulling a dude in the ninth inning when you're up by seven because isn't it crazy? Like a guy. Yeah, no, makes fucking... sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, it, it makes sense. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's sad to see a guy who was on a no hitter day get pulled after the eighth inning, and they're yeah. like, "You rest up, champ." It's like when I'm in the fucking playoffs. Who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well, that's how you play it. That's how you play it. Take that, Cy Young, you fuck, honky. Bitch. Pussy. Yeah. He's a honky bitch. Should we get into our uh, final game of the evening? Second final game of the evening? Yeah. Second final game of the evening. Well, yeah, it's the final game of the evening. Of course, we're talking about the headliner. Yeah, it's headliner. It's good. Cam, something something happened to me the other week, and I'd love to get your, uh, just quick. Give me, give me a quick, I'll give you a quick take. I'll give you a 30 second take. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but so I, I interact with a lot of people at work, a lot of different departments. I'm doing stuff for this department, doing stuff for that department, maybe setting this up or whatever. So I get a lot of, uh, you know, hey, can you do something? I do it. Oh, thank you. Okay. Now, I've been responding with the same thing often, and I've been wondering if what I respond with is maybe not as appreciative or not as sincere as, or not as, you know, cordial as it should be. Let's hear it. So I respond with saying, you know, so let's say, oh, yeah, uh, yeah can, I, can I do this for you? And I, and I hand somebody a, a thing, and they're like, oh, thank you. I say, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Now, right. in, the wrong co- in the wrong kind of inflection, it could sound like, yeah, 
you're welcome. Like, you know, depending on how it's heard that I said, and I, I, I sort of stopped to think about what I'm actually saying, Cam. Yeah, you're welcome. It does come off a little combative in my books. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. Uh, Quite question. Mm-hmm. Medium. Email. Slack. Spo- spoken. Spoken. I get all inflection then. It's all inflection. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh. A big thing, you're welcome. Little thing, it's like, take it easy, big cat. I think all I really need to do is remove the yeah. Somebody says, thank you. I say, you're welcome. I don't have to say, yeah, you're welcome. Yep. I think you're all good there. Shit. Well, anyways, thanks for that. No problem. But if also works. <laughs> I'm a big no problem guy. Yeah, but you say ciao. Yeah. And it's Italian. And uh, peace out, brother. Peace out, my homies. Yeah, you know you're a walking red flag, Cam. We have four. We're playing. We're playing. <laughs> we're playing headliner ass on here. Hey, 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 headline or ass hey, 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 to reinstate Redskins name. Dude, this is what I I love here in this. <laughs> so the Redskins were not a d- defined off a specific Actually, I don't really know the history of why they called them the Redskins. So I don't really have much context to it and I hope you're going to get into it. But I would think and this is my guess that the native group uh is coming back being like we liked it cuz it felt like it represented us in some way and didn't feel offended by it. It's similar to, I think it was the, ooh, I'm going to butcher this one. Uh, I think the Guardians, the Indians. Yeah, I think the Indians, they had it that way because they were the first team to have uh, Native Americans on them. And that's why they called them the Indians. And then everyone's like, what the fuck? This is history. Bro, are you trying to change history? Why don't you take down the Statue of Lincoln while you're at it? Um, so let's hear it. Let's, let's, I'm sure this is going to have some good history for us. Headline, baby. Yes, Cam, so much good history that I've totally looked at before, a bunch of moments before, um, right now. Well, I guess before the team moved to Washington, they were located in Boston, where they were the Boston Redskins. And I think it was just a name. I don't think there was any, there there certainly was not any um, ill intention or something to be, you know, it wasn't a diss track. Naming your fucking team the Redskins, but of course, um, subsequently in 2020, they renamed the team the Washington Football Team, which I really liked personally because they were the only team that was named like that. And then eventually, they changed their name to the Commanders, where they are now the Commanders right now. Uh, but to say all this, the uh, Native American Guardians Association or NAGA is asking the uh, Commanders NFL team to change their name back to the Redskins. They have a petition with over ninety thousand um, names on it, all of whom are Native American um, of Native American descent. They believe that the NFL franchise, representing the nation's capital, um, has a distinct opportunity to recognize the history and value of the American Indian. NAGA is a nonprofit organization who advocate for increased education about Native Americans and in public institutions and other high-profile venues such as sports. Uh, it's funny though, because this in the, is in the midst of rumors that the team might be changing names again. Uh, 
after the team was bought in the offseason. So this is the first season under new ownership, and they are looking to like completely erase all traces of Dan Snyder, the previous owner. Um, so even the, the Commanders was a name that he would have chosen, so they're even looking to maybe rebrand themselves once more. Interesting. Oh, I'd like to see it. I'd love to see some change in sports. Yes. All right, Cam, I got one for you here. Florida man uh -oh. arrested after trying to cross Atlantic in human-powered hamster wheel. Yeah, this just sounds like a fucking recumbent bike that can float. Right? You're just kind of doing that. Um, I've, uh, I've often been curious about testing hamster energy and hamster power. Uh, truly, how much could it generate? I don't know if you could, you know, like is, can you, could you, could you, uh, keep a crypto server farm going? I don't know. Maybe I don't have this information, so I couldn't tell you. I think when you're in the midst of trying to escape, you're going to try anything. I think one step removed from this would have been, you know, those big, like inflatable balls that people get into and you can run around. It's kind of like you're doing that. I would love to hear maybe a little bit about the engineering behind this, you know, because a hamster wheel, you would have to kind of, it'd have to go out to a, an axle that would have to turn a thing. And if there was a rudder, like what's the end game? And I would think the particular, you know, um, slopped together nature of this particular device makes it sound like it might not be possible. So I'm going to say this one's asinine. This one's a headline and I could not find much detail on it. But the one big thing that I found was this wasn't his first attempt. <laughs> so he was arrested. Ray Balucci's hamster wheel was found in a similar incident in 2021 uh, by the, sh the National Coast Guard. He was found 70 miles, nautical miles, off of Georgia. That's far. That's far. That's fucking far. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, and the last one he left from New York. This one he left from Georgia. And looking at the photos of it, it is buoys attached to what looks like a hammer, uh, hamster wheel. And when they stop him, they're like, get on the mic, like, what are you doing? He's like, I got two knives. And they're like, what do you do? He's like, I got a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's why he's going to jail. It's like, are you threatening us with a bomb? Uh, yeah, there's not much detail on like the why that or anything much like that. It seems like he might just be a little bit uh, off his rocker. Yeah, mental illness. It's the new, uh, it's the new thing. Everyone's got it. Yes. Yep. Except us. Except us. Except us. We're strong. Uh, you, you, you could go to better help, or you could fucking grow a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking put on your big boy pants and fucking deal what's with it. What's just what's so hard? Go to fucking work. Yeah. Go to the Hate gym. Yourself. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Cam, I got one here for you. Headline last night, Missouri babysitter on crystal meth eats three-month-old toddler. A babysitter for three-month-olds on crystal meth. I mean, this has so many red flags around it. I don't think many th like three-month-old babies go through babysitters. But I guess you kind of have to at some points. That's just so fucking young to get uh, babysat. Um, I feel like the parents should be at home for that. And then is it just like no one's able to find a babysitter for someone that young? And they're like, I guess we have to scrape the bottom of the barrel, get on <laughs> Craigslist, you know? And then you find some lady. She's like, yeah, I could do it. How much are you paying? It's like, uh, we're pretty desperate. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but this one screams to me too much asinine to be true, so I'm going to call bullshit. This one is asinine. Yeah, just, yeah, three month old, man. That's fucking really young. You really want to trust your babysitter for that. Well, I mean, what if the babysitter was your, your, your sister or your brother? And then he does crystal meth because he has a problem. I don't know. He, he wouldn't be coming. He wouldn't be near the baby. Well, yeah, I, I'm sure if you're in the position where you need your three-month-old to be babysat, <laughs> you're probably on crystal yeah. meth. Fair. Yeah. Well, was, anyway. Um, visitors to sunflower fields urge to stop posing naked for photo shoots. Yeah, this is cool. A little... Uh, you know, like natural uh, photo shoot type thing. Um, I wonder, you know, because these big sunflowers, they could probably perfectly hide the the genitals, right? Or, you know, a woman kind of has like three of them going across her or something. D did you say, was, th was there a location behind this? There was not. No. It definitely feels like a Europe thing. Um, I think in North America, or at least like, you know, the United States of America, people are too fat to want to pose naked. I think it's like, yeah, I'm glad I'm represented on the cover of Vogue, but nobody's watching my porn. And I think until people are watching your porn, no one gives a shit about you. And if I'm thinking porn that I'm watching, I'm thinking hairy bushed Europeans. My favorite. It's um, it's it's saved as a tab. And I think this is where, where it would happen. I'm picturing some kind of like Sound of Music style Austrian fucking f mountain range with flowers and a bunch of uh, naked Europeans taking photos beside it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to know the link. Cam, of course, as we all know, was one of the chief investors in the Fappening. So I'm sure you can make it happen, Cam. This one is a headline. This one is a headline. And part of the reason why I'm headed down there, this is from London. Uh, British farm... Urge visitors to stop posing naked for photographs with its sunflowers. Stoke fruit farms off Singland's south coast. Man, my reading is just dog shit today. Uh, apparently, a lot of today? people today. Yeah. Oh, mostly today. Okay. Are, are you implying something? Yeah, you listen to audiobooks. You know what I'm implying. <laughs> I can, I can, I can read. Good uh, for you. <laughs> I'm gonna read before bed tonight, Cam. The cat in the hat. Great. Right. Great. <laughs> yeah. Did you finally get to that copy of all the places you'll go that I gave you? <laughs> uh, we're getting there. Okay. It's, it's, it's on the bedside table. Right. Um, right. Right. The so apparently they've always had people taking risque photos, but it's the first time where they had to have such a problem where they had to put actual signs up wow. saying that they have to stop doing this. I don't know if it's going to stop anything. It's 350 acres. So there's so much room to do this kind of bullshit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, apparently people, uh, they like... Like getting a little naked around the sunflower, good for the. Well, OS, yeah, because you know? I think because it's the big flower that can cover your big dick. <laughs> good point. <sighs> okay, game. I going here for you, Cam. Headline: Arrest nine police arrest man drinking gasoline during a home invasion. Drinking gas. Oh man, this sounds like your worst day, you know. And this is where the record stops. Be like. <laughs> I I bet you're wondering how I got here. Well, yeah, that's it, buddy. Like that's that's how the show goes. We've all seen this one on the first first season, first episode, or movie. I think it's I think it's on TV now. I mean, Cam, I'm down to cross the picket line if you are. Well, you want to you want to scab for the union? Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Finally, I can get some Fuck of my yeah. movie ideas off the ground. <laughs> 
Dude, no one's pitching movies right now. I have so many ideas. Yeah. Nobody's pitching movies. It's like Human Centipede, but with your genitals instead. <laughs> That's the movie. I'm going, calling it the porn of the century. <laughs> yeah. You can, uh, I'm not taking any other ideas. Take it or leave it. Um, where was I? <laughs> I think I just finished this this headline off. Oh no, you gave me a headline. Gave Man, you a brain headline. is cloudy tonight, baby. Um, drinking gasoline. I know you can huff gasoline, but drinking gasoline, I feel like you're in such a bad shape at this point. Probably trying to kill yourself. At that point, you got busted. You need money because you got addicted to oxycontins a long time ago, and now your life's in shambles, and you're trying to get money. Yeah, this is a this is a truly American story. Land of the free, home of the brave. Hit me with it. Cam, this one is a headline here for you. A story uh, from Seattle where police officers were responding to a home burglary uh, with a call saying that somebody was trying to break into the house with a wooden stick. Uh, the only person in the house was a teenager who locked themselves into their room like you're supposed to, apparently. Uh, officers began to hear loud banging from inside the house. They eventually breached the door. The search found finding nothing until they heard sounds from the garage. When um, they pulled into the garage, they saw the suspect sitting in the family's car with a can of gasoline and a hammer. When police asked the suspect to exit the vehicle and they opened up the door, the man began to chug the bottle of gasoline. By the way, this was all caught on, like, body cam footage that you can totally watch on YouTube, like I did. Uh, (laughs) So did you use a cup or was it right out of the It was right out of the fucking glug. So inconsiderate for the next guy, yeah? I know, right? And getting out, and you're wasting it. And gas is expensive now. Gas ain't cheap. Yeah. Uh, So, of course, uh, guy's 40 and he went to jail. (laughs) Shocker. All right, headliner asks on Austria is offering free public transportation for a year, but you have to get a specific tattoo first. I mean, places do this all the time, right? You know, it'll be like a burger place who's like, you know, you get free burgers if you get a burger tattoo. Um, I thought Phil said they do this, or that was that just urban legend? What what like if you got the Phil stamp on your wrist, then you would get there for life. On your Which wrist? Seems, That's a bad yeah. idea. Well, oh, no, because no, sure. a lot of people would do it, like a bunch of fucking bros would do it on their thigh or on their ass, and then it would still count. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure this is, a, you know, it's it, 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 you'd have to really like it. I wonder, um, you know, certain parameters of, because only a year. Like, even if you bought a transit pass every single month, how much money would you be saving in that year, you know? Um... And also, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I ride the transit mo- mostly every day. You need to scan something to enter the turnstile. It like there's, no, you know, you gotta you gotta click your card so the little door will open. So I wonder how the door would open. If not, would you always have to show somebody this tattoo? Um, are the rules about where to get it done? But you know, everyone's trying to increase public transit use. I don't know. This one's asinine. This one's a headline, and it seems like it's causing some uh, political conflict. Oh Jesus Christ. Um, the tattoo must say Clima ticket, which is the name of Australia's eco-friendly public transport pass. The climate minister promoted the campaign, which received some backlash, mainly because, I don't know, people just on the other side of the aisle are just saying that it's disgusting that she'd be volunteering, trying to put someone's bodies up for sale, um, for a government minister, which, you know, when you put it in French terms like that, you're like, Hey, it's a good point. Like, okay. Government's trying to put it that way. So only eight people have done it so far this year. 
and it is kind of bullshit. It's only one year of public transportation, but it's for this train that's like climate friendly of some sort. I'm sure it's electric or, you know, hydrogen power. Didn't bother reading too much in the details. Okay. All right. Well, Should we get go. into our? That's it. That's that's the news for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who needs CBC, right? I don't. Yeah, it's all fake news anyway. Yeah. All right. Headline or no? Sorry. Now I'm yep. going to plug it or shrug it. 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 So Cam, what do you got for me this week? I got a good plug for you. You know, um, if I if I'm thinking fall, some are thinking pump. Some some are thinking pumpkin spice. And, uh, and, and, and leaves. No, but I'm thinking that this is an opportunity for, you know, to go, go through your shelves, go through your cupboards, go through your closets. What can I get rid of? What can I change? Maybe you're looking for some home upgrades, some outfit upgrades. If you're looking for some home upgrades, may I suggest looking for furniture at the Home Depot? Most people's minds are going straight to uh, your Ikea, your Wayfair, your your bed, bath, and beyond, your home sense. I don't know what you guys do in your personal lives. Home Depot's got some great prices on some very nice-looking stuff. We just bought an ottoman and a little uh, kind of shelf TV thing unit uh, thing. Uh, great prices and a lot of uh, different styles that you would normally see at a, a traditional... A, uh, furniture store so if you're looking to upgrade your apartment or house think about it home depot read personal anecdote here oh uh yes i also have purchased from a home depot yes one of my favorite stores where i purchased a shelf yes that's two season pod at gmail.com <laughs> and uh use that a discount code to get 15 percent off your first order um <laughs> Cam, I'm going to give a shrug. Uh, I've actually just started creating a list of shrugs on my phone wow. because think, I just find little things piss me off and um, I like writing them down. This one gets me when people come off vacation. I'm sure you've heard it at and, and during the summertime. Someone comes back from vacation and goes, hey, can't do X, Y, and Z. Whatever it is. Could be off work, on work hours. And they said, have to get through all my blank amount of emails, my 800 emails. Mm. Like... Shut the fuck up. You don't have bad email filtering. You're not that important. 98% of those are just Pornhub.com saying that you have the new video out. Like, let's get real. Your videos, your emails, you're not that important. I just can't stand when people tell me bullshit like that. Yeah, well, I think uh, normally most You're people- that guy, aren't you? No, 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 I'm not. No, You should be at a point where, or I think any company should be structured in a way where an important message is sent directly to you via the, your server's chat. Whether it's Google chat, whether you're on Slack, like there'd be a personal message from the person above you, below you, whoever saying, hi, I need an answer to this. Any other question that's not, or, or email that isn't in a concise one-on-one or small group chat you don't have to be on it. You just happen to be a CC. Yeah. Yes. More often than not, I happen to be a CC. If somebody needs to get a hold of me, they know how to get a hold of me. The little private message tab on Google. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Anyways. Great right. shrug, Cam. Uh, can't wait. I guess, God, if you're guessing you're writing on your phone, we're going to hear a lot of them for the next little while. A oh, lot of shrugs coming so out of Cam. It's so gonna, mad. It's going to be stuff like, I hate it when people with 13 items use the 12-item or less checkout. 
That's a you problem. You hate that shit. No, I don't mind. I don't mind 13 night if you're that fast. That was literally a shrug of you. No, no, you like, gotta be fast. Well, you gotta be fast. There should be rules for guys who don't even have never been. You gotta to be fast. Jackos. That's the only difference, right? I don't care if you have 50 items. If you can do it in two and a half minutes, you're doing a great job. Oh, here, here's a question for you. I bring in my AirPods on the flight with me to listen to shit, but the plane, plane is so loud you can't hear shit. I'm bringing lawnmower earmuffs to go over top of them for oh the airplane. God. Am I insane or not? Yeah, how desperately do you need to listen to your own jerk-off sounds? Uh, pretty bad. Um, I hate the subtitles. Oh, oh. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, like how badly do you need to hear exactly what you're Dude, listening to? It's a fucking seven hour flight. I'm going to watch some movies. Yeah, but you're not. What? You're watching a 5.1 Dolby 4K surround sound? Well, also part of the problem is my AirPods have like broken a little bit, so they just don't play very loud. Jesus Christ. Get new AirPods. What am I, a fucking rich guy? Yeah, you're, okay. yeah, you're okay, going to Miss, England for 10 days. Okay, Mr. Moneybags over here. Yeah. Where, where's your monocle? Yeah, Cam hastily running out, stripping off his clothes, and diving into his puddle full of gold coins. Get new AirPods. What the fuck am I? A politician? No, I think if you can if you can afford the first pair of AirPods, you can definitely afford the second pair. You're just cheap. I bought them used. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Yeah, you are one crazy motherfucker. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcast Host. Like, rate, relay, subscribe. Shows everywhere. We'll be back uh, in two weeks, I guess, after Cam's uh, trip across the pond, as it were. And we'll be back, of course, to seasonpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And people will never forget the reason English color is red or their favorite color is red is because of the blood and fire in their history. That's right. I read fucking books. I'm Cam LeClaire signing Thanks, out. Thanks, bye! Tonight on Two Seas in a Pod 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a